Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. I'm Rachel, your host. And right off the bat, I've got to apologize because we have been hit with some sort of cold or flu thing over the last couple weeks. It's included everything from pink eye to fevers to throwing up, and I am definitely still dealing with the remnants of it. So I apologize for uh, my voice, uh, but I am very glad that we are finally in the month of February. I don't know about you, but January seems to be like the longest month ever. It just drags on and on and on, and I'm excited to be in a fresh new month. This time of year as well seems to be when the newness starts to wear off. The hope of change and fresh opportunity seems to dwindle as we face many of the same struggles that we were facing at the end of last year. Now, for me personally, the the last few weeks have included adjusting back into our homeschool schedule. I did some solo parenting for a week while Adam was away at his doctoral class. We did a lot of shoveling after we got hit with winter storm Harper, and then we did a lot of shivering uh, in the insanely cold temperatures afterwards. There's, of course, been plenty of laundry. I can't forget that. I've been able to share some special meals with some friends. I baked some amazing cookies, a brand new recipe, with my four-year-old sous chef. And I also munched on some popcorn during our family movie night. In fact, the more I pause to think about the last few weeks of this new year, the more and more sweet memories pop into my mind. A lot has been packed into that time, and some of it was hard. Some of it will develop into some really special memories, and a lot of it was just mundane and uneventful. I guess you could say that January, this past January, is kind of a metaphor for life in general. The good, the bad, and the unbelievably mundane is all held in his hands. Deuteronomy 31.8 says this, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Or this familiar passage in Psalm 139 says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. Isaiah 45, 2 says, I will go before you and level the exalted places. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. Those are just a few small samplings of the passages throughout scripture that indicate God's initiative in leading and protecting the lives of his children. He has always been faithful in accomplishing the task at hand and then asking obedience from his followers in return. In other words, he has already gone before me into this new year. And although I'm tempted to think so, I'm not facing the unknowns of this year all alone. He's already enabled me for what is ahead, and it may come through circumstances that I've faced in previous years, or maybe it's through Bible study that I didn't seem to think had much application at the time, but now it's going to meet an exact need of my heart. He has already cleared the path for me. 
Now, I don't think that that's in the sense of prosperity or getting what I want this year, but more in the understanding that he has gone ahead of me to weave together circumstances that will enable me to be conformed to Christ and then grow in my faith. There is already a calling on my life for the issues and the trials and the tasks that I may face this year. They have my name on them. But the beautiful thing is that God's name is written in in even bigger letters above mine. He has the ultimate task of accomplishing and completing what lies ahead. It's not ultimately on my shoulders. So what does this look like for me? Well, for a while now, I've sensed God's calling in my life to be small. And that probably sounds strange in the age of marketing and promoting yourself as an expert or a coach and in so many different areas of life. But I keep sensing the need to do the exact opposite. I desire to spend time meditating on God's word, developing my prayer life, which seems to be always lacking. And perhaps in the future, in the right season, God will change this private work into public fruit. But until then, I'm fighting to cherish and obey this calling in the same way that I would if God were calling me to some sort of popularity or renown. For now, I'm trying to keep it simple. In fact, I talked about that in uh, the most recent podcast right before this one, episode 52, called The Two Sides of Simple. You can go to your iTunes app and and find that episode if you want to hear more of my thoughts about simplicity. I'm excited for change and for improvement in this new year, but I am grateful that it's up to my father to enable and empower me for that growth. I'm thankful that he holds the good, the bad, and the mundane in his hands already, and he's molding it for my good. And I I can't wait to see what my life looks like 11 months from now. Now, one of the things that I have been doing over the last few weeks is working on a Bible study called If God is For Us by Trillian Newbell. It's based on Romans chapter 8, and I've been able to be working on that with one of my friends here locally. It moves slowly through that amazing passage in scripture, and I would highly recommend it to you if you find yourself at the beginning of this year feeling weary and burnt out already. And the reason for that is because you'll be reminded of his faithfulness in spite of your sin and your shortcomings. And you'll be left encouraged to live in light of the marvelous gospel truths in that chapter. So make sure to pop over to Amazon or wherever you buy your books and you can purchase your own copy. It's called If God is For Us from Trillian Newbell. As always, make sure to head over to rachelperera.me. If you click on Dishes and Doctrine Podcast, you'll be able to see all the previous episodes and any links that were included in those. While you're over there on the blog, you can also subscribe. Just click the subscribe button at the top left-hand corner of the page, and that way if there's any new blog posts or any updates on the blog, it'll come straight to your email. You can also subscribe to this podcast, if you haven't already, on iTunes. And I love to hear from you, so make sure to contact me over on the blog, or you can also find me on Instagram, and I I would love to hear from you, to pray for you, and to connect over there. In the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and as always, I want to remind you to rest in Him.